Hi everyone and welcome to another podcast episode of Globalize Asia. Today's guest is Smita Singh. She along with other like-minded volunteers run a non-profit organization called Vani. Vani empowers Asian women and nurtures their interest in the field of arts and culture. So let's find out the story of Smita and a project she's immensely proud of called Vani. Hi Smita and welcome to Globalization. So tell us about your um, initiative with Vani and what's the kind of work you're doing with it. Hi. Um uh, Vani is a non-profit organization, charitable organization. It is basically community based. Uh, we work at the gra- grassroots level. Um Vani started with three of us together. We were one of one of my friend is a journalist and one other friend and we were both writing uh, all three of us were writing uh, at that time and it just um we we used to attend uh, creative writing workshops and stuff and we felt that there is a lack of asian point of view in those workshops um, and uh, our experiences were not really discussed about or talked about so we thought of going to local um, local workshops and creative writer, writers meeting and stuff and um when we did attend a few of them and we still felt that there is a lack of asian voice <laughs> and um it started from there where we thought okay let's make our own writers um group basically and start meeting and tell everyone about it so we went to the library the local library and we talked to them and they were very supportive and they said yeah sure why not start a asian women writers group and that's where it all started and uh, the name vani came from the journalist friend right who said it's a sanskrit word for voice, voice. voice. yeah and uh, the only reason because you know basically it's a voice um that is what we started with but from then onwards I think the creative writing meeting still continues. Mm-hmm. Uh we started in 2009 and the meetings are still, you know, there. Uh but Vani as such has changed quite a lot since then. That that's very interesting to know. So how how Vani as an organization has evolved? Tell us what what's the landscape looks like at the moment. Uh we started with being just a writers group. Um and it was good fun, you know, getting together writing together and sharing our experiences as well as our writings and criticizing each other's work and stuff but uh somehow as you know writing is a lonely job uh somehow it just so happened that we got another you know a community uh people asking us well if do you do creative writing for you know wider public as well and and we said yes and we've never looked back since then we have been involved in the community we have worked with people with learning disabilities mm-hmm. um we have worked with young children uh we have worked with older you know older asian women with disability without disability right. um and it's not just limited to uh creative writing now we also do arts workshop uh, mm-hmm. like painting craft 
and stuff and we also do dance workshop for these um you know various yeah. uh, parts of the community so in terms of in terms of the um topics for writing is it something that the women choose themselves or do you guide them um and they write for example how does it work do, do they come with a piece of writing that they've been working on and then you critique each other's work and that's the part of the workshops yeah i think that is the difference between the usual workshops and the workshop that we do usually what happens in a writing creative writing workshop is people write something at home and then they bring it to you and then you know you critique it uh, sitting there listening to them reading their work but what we do is we basically work on our writing skills we give tips and tricks how to write you know various uh, things and we practice it there and then we discuss what we are writing and the various ways a single topic can be written in various you know it's it's basic but at the same time it's challenging uh, your you know creativity um, basically it's about invoking your creativity and getting you into the action of writing that sounds very interesting i think for anybody who wants to exercise their creative side um i think it's a wonderful initiative um especially for i think women who indulge in a lot of blogging activities for example it's always nice to go out there and participate in a workshop and just see what others there are are doing in terms of writing and it's um i understand it's not limited to just children so it's just open for everyone it is it is open to everyone children only come into the scene we it's various community projects that we do if there is a project which is particularly for the children then they come into the scene mostly it is for asian women um or community so right. you know it depends on the project that we are doing um we also just we are not just limited to that we promote asian women authors mm-hmm. and asian women artists so that is one of our job that's why it's on our blog or on our website you'll see that we have talked about various authors who are asian women and who live in uk um uh, and also about the artists asian women artists who live in uk um so we actually invite uh, the authors to our events which is a community based event event attended by almost like 3 to 400 people and uh, uh they are introduced to you know these authors where they talk about their work they can actually sell their books or their art it's also a time during our event where we get the local you know the projects the community project that we are doing and if there's someone who is quite talented either with their arts or their work book so we get them there and get them up on the stage as well and you know they get the confidence to mingle network with like-minded people and we reached out to uh, local councils to back your efforts in any way yes we have a um, long-term partnership um with um uh, with uh, vision redbridge vision that is redbridge libraries so we actually work with them throughout redbridge with all the libraries um we have also partnered with dsc south asian literature festival quite a few times um and there are various um local 
funding bodies who have funded us on our various projects as well. Well, that's very very exciting. So, so you know, the women who come and associate themselves or their skills of or their passion for writing with in a platform that you provide, are they mostly they come as a hobbyist? or they they have a bigger agenda to come and publish their books if they do do you help them in any way in in helping them to publish the book um that's an amazing question uh yes we do um we have actually published two anthologies uh from vani's women uh, Asia, uh vani asian women authors the first one was actually voices of asian women from all over the world asian you know asian women from all over the world and uh, it it's called same difference it's available on amazon mm-hmm. um and the second one was um 92. Oh, sorry it was based on olympics basically and uh, um that was about local local asian women authors in redbridge in and around redbridge and we collected all the stories that they had written and you know edited it and Combined then published it yes such a great initiative and it gets people not only from the community together but at the same time they're having fun um uh, nurturing their talents what kind of support you got from your family i'm i'm, I'm assuming you obviously this is quite time consuming in terms of the effort that you have to put in to create and you know have these events uh, run in in various uh, councils around uh, london what kind of support you get from your family and if you want to thank this is the best time to thank on the podcast <laughs> um yeah well obviously i can't do anything without the you know my family's backup uh my inspiration is my father who's always been you know pushing me to do stuff uh, you know uh, for either for the community or for myself so he has been my guiding you know force yeah but uh, i cannot deny that my husband and my daughter they have been <laughs> pushed into you know doing stuff for me and with me because there's lots of stuff that goes into organizing an event mm-hmm. and you know um so they have played various roles you know sometimes uh becoming you know doing emails to lots of people or even picking up the speakers and taking to the stage or pulling the curtains on the <laughs> they've done various <laughs> various activities uh for um vani and they are i think i would say the the best supporters of vani as well i think i guess it it gets them involved from an early age into the whole like yeah. spirit and Yes and it's not, it's not just my daughter it's her friends as well as her classmates who are kind of who appreciate what Vani is about and they participate in it as as and when they can and it's amazing to have these youngsters with me you know uh, because they have various ideas mm-hmm. and they come to me and they tell me you know Vani could go this way there are lots of young magazines why don't you think about that and this and that so mm. what about yourself have you published anything out of um, your own initiative yeah when we first started when i was writing a novel and i have actually published my novel it's called the pariah goddess um that is also available on amazon mm. um so What's yeah 
Uh, it's about immigration and friendship. Mm-hmm. So I guess you have to read to know more. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Let's let's go into your early days when you were a teenager. Let's say not not too too far far into your life, but where was that and how you know how was that for you? How, I mean, what I'm trying to understand is how did you get into writing aspect of it? How did that passion start? In, 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 was it early in your life or was it only once you moved to UK? Um, now that you're asking me that question, it reminds me of a time when I was younger. I used to live in India in Surat. And it was my father who used to force me to write to Times of India, you know, the letters. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to say, oh... You know, write this letter and this on this political scene and this and that. And I was like an essay or no letters, letters to the editor. Editor, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I used to write, but it it was always he would end up doing the writing. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember that 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 is yeah that was the encouragement because he is from. The day one by from teaching me English mm-hmm. to um, you know forcing me to write to the editors, which was like I am more into fiction, but obviously I didn't know then. Yeah. But I used to write poetries even when I was a teenager, which I didn't read to anyone apart from my brothers, <laughs> who were tortured by, <laughs> by poetry reading. <laughs> Do you remember any of the poetry which you can oh share? Oh God, don't ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> or have you published it online uh, somewhere on the blog? No, I don't even... It's very personal. They are very personal and I, I don't read them at all. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so that's really interesting. I think your whole initiative is so pertinent with especially the Asian community where... Um, you know, d- developing writing as a hobby or as a skill from an early age has not been encouraged. At least, you know, I remember it from the time in India um, when, when you know, I we used to take part in the odd writing competition. But that's about it. But now so much of research is being done um, relating to storytelling, how when kids listen to stories, how another part of their brain develops in, in ways that can only, you know, um, I think come into light later on in their lives. They can learn to imagine, they can learn to create and they become creative and, and it's the same with writing too. So so I think it's very good that Asian communities are embracing uh, writing as a serious hobby for kids and getting them involved. Um, of course, there's the usual arts, the dancing, the crafts, but writing has been at the back burner, I think, for, for, for the Asian community at large. And it's, it's great to see the kind of work you've, you've been involved with and in, in, in encouraging these kids. So you, when the kids, what, what are the couple of instances when kids come on and uh, when they do realize that they can write something that others are appreciative of, how do they develop? How do they kind of inculcate those skills and nurture them? See, it is more about, because we are in UK, it is, and this is also our country. Um, it's it's more about embracing what is available, what is here, um, and we are Asian obviously, but we are also British. The 
it is also about the opportunity that is available to mm-hmm. the kids and that is what vani does that we create opportunity for the kids as well as for the adults who are living here um by giving them the opportunity of participating in competitions um and uh, similarly on the 1st of july we have um dance competition singing competition and uh, just a minute basically these competitions are it's not about winning or losing but it's it's about participating yeah. and there are lots of in- instances where i have seen that when kids are there you know say a 10 year old or 9 year old participates in writing competition and they win and the parent have their parents have not you know expected them to win and they say what did they write that they can win this competition and it's a it's you know it's it's i have yeah. seen many such instances where they have been able to kind of do it and it's not just about the kids and the adult it's also about people with different abilities mm-hmm. who have yeah. like i said learning disability and i had one of uh, the learning disabled lady who who was very enthusiastic about uh, writing mm-hmm. and she used to she was a very good swimmer uh but and she used to enjoy our creative writing you know uh, sessions and she wrote um quite a few poetry every time we would meet she would like i am going to write this poetry mm-hmm. and she would write it and actually one of her poetry was published in the local ilford mm-hmm. recorder mm-hmm. and uh, she also we you know we invited her and we said why don't you come up on stage during our events uh and she came up on stage along with other prominent authors she read her poetry and that was amazing experience not only just for her but for us as well because that was an achievement that's very encouraging i think a lot of people who are listening as well they might be want they might want to connect to you or to the to the organization so what is the best way they can connect to vani and also you mentioned there's a first of july there is an event so how can they know more about that and if they are interested like the venue what kind of events are there we are usually uh, we have been concentrated we our activities have been concentrated in and around east london but we have actually been to central london as well when you we used nehru center they have been partners with us as well so but the easiest way to contact us is via our website which is www.vani.org uh v double a n i and uh, you can find a contact us page there and you can just simply fill the form and send it to us and we'll get back to you oh, and you mentioned that um it's essentially getting the whole southeast station community together so you've had uh, women from pakistan of from course. bangladesh and sri lanka also showing interest so what started out as this humble initiative by three friends has it grown into a wider organization do you have other people working on board volunteers what's how's vani grown as long well? yes vani that is one of the assets i would say of vani that we have a committee of 20 people and it is all local based uh, committee and i call it is a committee of friends basically friends of vani mm-hmm. and um 
everyone in Mali because of these big events that we do that we need lots of volunteers there are lots of young volunteers who get experiences from you know via coordinating our events or doing various activities in our events wow. um so but everyone in Mali is a volunteer mm-hmm. from top to bottom there is no top and there is no bottom in mm-hmm. Mali but if we were to say that so none of none of us get paid at all it's mm. all for the community yeah so so since 2009 when did you realize that wani has picked up a pace in the market and people have started to recognize wani as a brand and it was you know you were getting attraction that you were expecting it has always wani is something i don't know i've always felt that wani has a pace of its own and just takes me along with it <laughs> i have uh, there has always been activities always been a there's never been a quiet moment in vani for the past 8 years that you know um uh, i probably personally would go into you know having a quiet moment but vani is never quiet right. there's always activity <laughs> there. yeah there's always and what has vani come from 2009 to now for past 3 years we have been actually awarding people mm-hmm. for their their good work you know they're participating in various activities so there is a vani award as well and that is where we have an award night where we award all the winners and you know select few who done really well in arts or something like that we also kind of uh, award uh, artists or authors mm-hmm. you know where who are you know there they are very good but they don't get the recognition yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so we award them as well um and also the dancers the groups yeah. you know the groups who do the dancing they also come and perform and do their best they are they we have a good standard there we maintain it and it's a good fun night for everyone do, do you do you, as a wani do you think you get enough recognition or in into the media where people can get to know wani initiative much more better what's happening around here or is it just website now that you're asking me we have been on ndtv we have been talking about wani and you know various the activities that we do on ndtv we have been uh, on new sound radio that is the mm-hmm. london radio and uh, quite a few local uh, bloggers have uh, you know written, talked written about, about us yeah and we have been on local newspaper as well quite a few times right wow. <laughs> um so it's uh, the media has been good they are always supportive um i think it's a uh, i i don't know how to kind of rate where vani is going and mm-hmm. but i i feel personally that vani is going places and we are we have always been uh doing more and more but did you think you would come this far when you actually started out did you think no we really never guessed that's why it's always a feeling it's a win win situation yeah you know it's always going for forward that, that that's been brilliant i think it was a very um, informative as well that you you came came today and shared uh your initiatives with us and 
I'm sure a lot of listeners who are interested in that um, you know, writing aspect and other aspect that Bani has to offer would, would surely reach out to you and maybe create another good problem for you. To that keep, includes keep, me too, Bani. <laughs> to keep you more busy. But thank you very much for coming thank on the show you. today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Smitha. And you are welcome to come and join Bani. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you'll, you'll definitely have another headcount volunteering at one of your next events. Uh, that would be amazing. Always short of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Vani uh, is, is a perfect example of aligning your passions with a, with a profession and, and, and taking it forward. And you're one of the lucky few who get to cherish that. So yes. all the best with Vani and we wish you all the success with it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. You can catch all upcoming episodes on the website globalize-asian.co.uk or via your iOS or Android devices. Also, if you wish to join us as a speaker and share your story, please do drop us a message via the contact form on the website. That's it for now from Gagan and Vatsala. A quick shout out to our supporter for the podcast, Royal Beans. Royal Beans is a premium artisan chocolate brand operating out of the city of Bangalore in India. Currently, they are offering Belgian chocolate bonbons infused with interesting flavors like cappuccino, masala chai, dark chocolate ganache, sea salt caramel and many more. Just visit their website on royalbeans.in and order for yourself or get it delivered to your loved ones in major cities across India. As a listener of a podcast, you are entitled to get 10% discount on the order value when you use the code GLA10 at the checkout. So go ahead and check it out.